Before we start the show, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your support. This podcast is a labor of love, and we are so grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share a praise report or a prayer request, to leave a review, or even share our pod with a friend. You mean the world to us. We recently launched a monthly sponsorship option to help us keep bringing you new episodes. So if you can, please consider subscribing. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you can't, commit to a monthly sponsorship. Please consider leaving us a review or sharing with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and helps us keep the show going. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinners, saints, and thou know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another hippie and a dippy episode of Yas Jesus. I'm Dana Franzese, and as always, I'm here with my dippy, <laughs> Azariah Southworth. And stick around, because we're going to queer saint somebody today. We're going to get a new sainthood in Lonnie Frisbee. So don't worry, because here at Yas Jesus, we believe... Saint Lonnie Frisbee put the freak in Jesus Freak. Oh, baby. I can't wait to hear about this because this is Bible wondering to me. This is like when when I first learned about Lonnie Frisbee, I was learning about, you know, them all, all the hippies in San Francisco just tripping on acid and walking around Hate Street talking about Jesus. And that's the kind of thing we're going to be talking about today. So if that sounds hippie and a dippy for you, stick around right after. This comes to us via JoeMyGod.com. Franklin Graham is complaining again that he can't exercise his God-given right to harm LGBTQ people. This was posted to Franklin Graham's Facebook page. So, let me give you a read and please add your thoughts as I go along, Danny. Uh, Oh, I will. (laughs) The Canadian Parliament recently passed legislation banning what they refer to as conversion therapy for LGBTQ people. And right, praise report. And the law describes as a myth the belief that heterosexuality is preferable. They added a stiff penalty that can carry up to a five-year jail sentence, and Canadian pastors feel they have been stripped of their religious freedoms. Critics of Bill C-4 say it was broadly worded and could even encompass private conversations about the topic, such as when a pastor or any Christian shares what the Bible teaches, what the Bible teaches about sexuality. One Canadian pastor said, All socialistic and communistic movements hate the authority and law of God. Much of the church in Canada believes that compliance and compromise will promote peace and freedom, but this attitude only feeds the beast and will increase persecution and eliminate freedom. Okay, girl, whatever. Today, some 4,000 U.S. pastors spoke about it from their pulpits in a show of concern about similar laws coming into effect here. And so, Franklin Graham continues to write, Pray for pastors in Canada as this legal oppression continues to grow, and pray that all of us as Christians will have the boldness to continue to proclaim the life-changing truth of the Word of God, the only hope for this world. The campaign against Canada's law was organized by an anti-LGBT California megachurch pastor, famous John MacArthur. God bless her. In the mega, in the megachurch. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. insane. Like, I honestly was really happy when I heard that uh, Canada had done that. I mean, I'm waiting for America's moment. Like, the U.S. really needs to ban conversion therapy stat. I mean, it's still legal in several states, which is 
Just unacceptable. Well, Franklin, <laughs> the LGBTQ people have the God-given right to be their dang selves without the fear of persecution. Now, this law is good. And you know who else did it besides Canada? France. Yep. France and Canada. That is a Francophone movement. So, au revoir. Yeah. Au revoir to your toxic theology, honey. Honestly, that harms the mental well-being, the emotional well-being, the spiritual well-being of people. You and I both know this from firsthand experience. So, Franklin Graham, take a seat, sit on a dick. I don't care what you have to do, but (laughs) sit this one out. Okay, girl? Oh, I love that sit on a dick is appropriate uh, advice in gay Christian news segment. Uh, We do things differently here at Yes Jesus. So sit tight or sit (laughs) on a dick, whatever you want to do. As we move on to our next segment of the show, which is the praise report or prayer request. This is where if you have a little something extra you want to ask God for and want our listeners to pray along with us for you, we will pray. Um, And if you have a little praise report, you want to thank God a little hallelujah, a little extra hallelujah, hallelujah. We will hallelujah, hallelujah along with you. So first of all, we went out on social media to collect some prayer requests and praise reports. Now, remember, you could send us messages on your own at Yash Jesus Pod, um, anywhere social media is sold, or you could submit a written message. It could be, you could leave your name or it could be anonymous, or even better, you can give us an audio recording. We love audio recordings. We love hearing your voice. Sometimes, you know, just hearing someone's voice lets our other listeners know that there's other people just like you, me, and Azzy out there. So go to yashjesuspod.com scroll to the bottom and let us hear your beautiful voice with either a prayer request a praise report or just a hello so we're going to start with a prayer request Azzy tell me about it yes this prayer request came from us on social media and it's from Jacob Jacob wants to pray for a new job Jacob says we don't know any more details like what Jacob is coming from or going to but we want it to be a job that pays well is fulfilling and can do some good in the world. A common thing in today's time, people want to know what it's going to be, you know, um, but like, that's what it takes. It takes an open heart and open mind and just, you know, keep one foot in front of the other and that faith is as a mustard seed. And, you know, you never know what is in store for you. Uh, Sometimes people have drastic changes and they get so upset. I know, I remember I was fired from my first Broadway tour as a, um, but if I wasn't, and I was so upset, I was standing up for my rights. It wasn't something I did wrong. And I was standing up for my rights. And they were like, you know what? We we don't want to hear from you. We're just going to fire you. Um, that's it. You know? And I was like, dang. And I was so depressed and so sad. But shortly after, I was discovered for my first movie. And had I not been, you know, had I, had I still been on that tour, I never would have been. Who knows how long it would have taken me to get into film. So you never know what God has in store for you. You know, definitely. Uh, God closes a door and opens a window. So we'll see what's next for you. Um, we also have a praise report. Uh, this one is from Tabitha, and it is super sweet. And I'm ready to get my praise on with you, Tabitha. So Tabitha says, I just started Yas Jesus, and I have never laughed or cried so hard. I have never felt more understood. I, I always thought it was some weird oxymoron for still loving God and being a flaming homo. And you and your co-host, Azzy, have made me feel so much more comfortable in my religion. So thank you immensely. I've always been a huge fan of yours, but now I couldn't love you more. Thank you again. Oh, Tabitha, I felt it. Um, that's awesome. And that is a praise report. You know, we do this as, as an act of service and love. And honestly, that's what it's all about, uh, Tabitha, is hearing that we've reached 
other flaming homos out there <laughs> that love God and know that God loves them. So uh, thank you for joining us. Didn't that make you just feel good down to your toesies, Azzy? Yes, queen. Give it to us. Give it all <laughs> to us. Love that, Tabitha. Well, we love you, Tabitha, and uh, we're so glad that you uh, went and uh, shared that with us on YashJesusPod.com. And you guys can do the same. Uh, we'll be right back uh, after this message with the scripture of the day. Do you love stories, like really good stories, like stories of other queer siblings who grew up in faith spaces? Good, sweetie, because we have the podcast for you. It's called Refuge Radio. Listen every month as Refuge Radio co-host Gaines and Brendan are joined by guests who tell their stories of growing up queer in the church, the impact that that had on their lives, and what their faith journeys are like now. Oh, are you curious what kind of guests they have? Well, great question. Yeah, they have guests like Luke Wilson and his fight with the reap against Liberty University and its use of conversion therapy. Guests like Padraigo Twama, who tells us about growing up gay in Ireland, and then reads some of his poetry. Guests like Jenna DeWitt, who tells us all about aromanticism and asexuality, and how the church can do better for their community. You can listen to Refuge Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other major hotspots. Ozzy, it's that time for the scripture of the day. <coughs> scripture <laughs> of the day. Don't do it. Scripture of the day. No, it's soul food. You should just, just wow. be quiet with it. <laughs> uh, you should, no, the fact that you actually like attempted to beatbox is just. Wow. 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 But we're going to move on. Um, the, this um, this scripture of the day is the soul food that we need. Maybe not that song, but um, tell us about Matthew. Matthew chapter 11, verse 19. The son of man came eating and drinking and beatboxing. And they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax How collectors and sinners. How dare you talk about sinners. me and Azzy like that? <laughs> <laughs> Yet... Wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. Oh, see? Well, we do got good deeds. Um, look, it's time for another queer Christian saint episode. Now, we've gotten to talk about St. Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. We've sainted Tammy Faye. Mm -hmm. um, and, we, and Betty White. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to canonize yet another queer saint. Yes, let's talk about St. Lonnie Frisbee. Okay. I've been wanting to talk about Lonnie Frisbee. <laughs> And the you Jesus fan movement. Over Ms. Frisbee. You oh, fan my God. girl over Miss Frisbee. It's been a while. You're the one who brought Lonnie Frisbee to light for me. And honestly, this was in our early research before we started the pod. Yeah. Uh, we were watching a Lonnie Frisbee documentary and we were like into it. And honestly, it really sort of created the perspective of Bible wondering as opposed to Bible studying for me. And I'm excited for you to get into this. And I learned about it through our mutual friend, Ben, Ben Fenn. And Lonnie Frisbee has impacted me as a queer Christian, a free-loving, altered state kind of fella. You know, knowing that, like, my parents got saved as a result of the Jesus movement. My first radio internship was with a Christian rock radio station that was owned by Calvary Chapel, which Calvary Chapel it only exists today because of Lonnie Frisbee. There's like a Calvary Chapel Boulevard not even too far from my house right now where I'm at. <laughs> Probably. Like, it's, <laughs> no, it, it, it was a worldwide movement. 
it was a worldwide movement. Yeah. So the Jesus movement, just touch on it just a little bit. So in the seventies, there was this huge movement of people coming to Christ through, um, through this progressive movement of young people. Yeah. Lonnie Frisbee, they describe it as the Jesus movement was like God set up kindling, you know, all over the world. Right. And Lonnie mm. was the match and he was just a dynamic, engaging, personable person. And he hung out with the hippies. That was this thing is everyone kind of just were like the hippies were smelly and didn't wear shoes. And they were kind of like, you know, they, they didn't want to read about war, man. And they were trying to like stay away from all of that stuff. And he, they were sort of a really hard group of people to reach. And, you know, the, the authorities had a hard time reaching them. Like elders had a hard time reaching them. People had a hard time reaching them. But Lonnie Frisbee was able to get to those folks. He was able to get to those folks. Yeah. And Calvary Chapel was a dying church, just a one, one church in Orange County. And it was a dying congregation. And they, they saw the Chuck Smith, the pastor of the church. I, I forget how he met Lonnie Frisbee, but they ended up joining forces. And Lonnie brought in the young hippies and wow. uh, brought in really the spirit into the church and is the reason why Calvary Chapel is now a worldwide denomination instead of just one dying congregation. You know, this is a really good time to talk about Lonnie Frisbee since his death day is coming up soon. He died on March 12th, 1993. So we're really close to his his death birthday, his death anniversary. Yeah. And in honor of St. Lonnie, we should take our shoes off, drop some acid, and dance around a bonfire naked because that's what Lonnie would want. Done already. Did that already. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my morning ritual. So, so first off, I, I think of the saints that we've done so far. He, he might not be as well known as some of the other ones. So tell me a little bit more about this Lonnie Frisbee guy. Okay, here's the basics. Lonnie Ray Frisbee was an evangelist, missionary, artist, and the original hippie preacher of the early 70s Jesus People Movement. I'm going to give some historical information about his life, but if you want to learn more, there is a 2007 documentary titled Frisbee, The Life and Death of a Hippie Preacher. I believe you can rent it, stream it on Amazon Prime. Um, That's where we saw it, yeah. Yeah, it's well worthwhile to learn about this super queer Christian movement. Now, you can watch a Frisbee, The Life and Death of a Hippie Preacher. Uh, you know, I'm looking at a photo of him right now, and I need to ask one thing. Did Lonnie Frisbee become the model for white Jesus? Because <laughs> that's a pretty, pretty white Jesus-looking face. Pretty much. Uh, he, you know, yeah, he's he, got that white Jesus look about him, like sort of like a, like a, like a, um, a little more of like a Jonathan Van Ness, but like a little more, you know, mysterious. Yeah, he has the long hair, the long beard. Yeah, all of it. Alani was in San Francisco during the famous 1967 Summer of Love. It was wild. And this was a sexual liberation moment. And we had a preacher in the middle of it all. But St. Lonnie wasn't just a preacher in the middle of it. I mean, that sounds like those preachers that show up at private events just to hold signs and yell at us through bullhorns about how awful we are. But he was really there in the middle doing all of the things like all you know of the people and the culture and the drugs and the love mm -hmm. saint lonnie was also a nudist he was a vegetarian and he was a hippie where are those all <laughs> i know right <laughs> somewhere 
All of those are terms he used to describe himself. He was getting attention and winning awards for his paintings, and he was dancing and doing drugs and prancing and all the free love, all while he was preaching Jesus to the masses. And he was a powerful speaker and preacher, but he was also just so real. He turned the hippie movement into his evangelism. You know, today we, we look at worship production values with, you know, like, like I said, there's a, a big church here that has a crane camera that like flies over the audience. Um, you know, there's well, the lights and the bands and, you know, these are all a reflection of our culture. So that worship feels like a rock concert. Well, St. Lonnie also did that in the 60s and 70s. He was reflecting the culture around him and still preaching the gospel. So I also think that today we have Christian versions of secular things. There's Christian death metal and Christian Christian plumbers with Christian plumber crack and (laughs) Christian movies. But Lonnie Frisbee was someone who could find God in his own culture and in his own context. Yeah, it reminds me of like, like the drag shows that are happening in churches now where it's reflecting the culture around us, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, the times are changing. Yeah. And a few of St. Lonnie's contemporaries were Chuck Smith, the pastor of that dying congregation or in Orange County of Calvary Chapel and John Wimber. And I'm going to say the uncomfortable truth. They were struggling pastors of tiny churches until Lonnie Frisbee came along and brought the Holy Spirit to their ministries. Chuck Smith and John Wimber learned from St. Lonnie how to listen to and respond to the promptings of the Spirit. St. Lonnie taught them a new way to understand scripture and theology. The entire history you will hear about the Jesus Movement and Calvary Chapel because St. Lonnie brought the Holy Spirit there. Millions of American evangelicals and charismatics have been impacted as a result. Yes, and he not only launched Calvary Chapel as a worldwide movement, he also launched the Vineyard Church, which is a worldwide denomination as well. And Lonnie still gets a lot of credit for using the Jesus movement to advance Christianity, but he was also, and we haven't mentioned this yet, one of us, a homosexual. What? <laughs> See, I am so shocked right now at that information. Actually, I'm not at all because I saw the documentary <laughs> and this is an episode of Queer Saints. But I was, but I did, I, I was shocked when I heard it. See, now, mm-hmm. yes, as a teen, St. Lottie got into drag. Uh, he was known in what was called the gay underground. Now, remember, y'all, this is before Stonewall. This is like gay before Stonewall. Yeah. And his co-leaders would start to try to discredit him when his affairs with men were made known. I watched a two and a half hour autobiography on Lonnie Frisbee. It's available on YouTube. It was done by Calvary Autobiography? He, he, he created it? Well, it was really a taping of the event launching oh. a three book autobiography on Lonnie Frisbee done by Calvary Chapel. So done okay. from their perspective with their whitewashing. And okay, so a uh, biography, not an autobiography. Yes, thank you. 
but okay, yeah, yeah. It, it's, but, so maybe a lot of it was how he had he was he was filming something to be that, but then they edited it. So it's it's a semi autobiography. I okay. guess. I, don't know I guess. I guess. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering because I, you know, all the footage that I have seen of Lonnie has been fascinating. He seemed like a gentle creature and like just a, a good person. And he did look like Jesus. So when he would stand up in like a group of hippies and speak when there was something over the hill on television once. And I was just like, wow, you know, he was getting a lot of attention for just his, you know, he reminded me there was this guy in the nineties. Um, if anyone else here, um, is of my generation, a generation Y. There was a guy in the 90s who won the MTV wannabe a VJ contest named Jesse. And he was like real skinny and he wore like a million pieces of jewelry. And he was just like this like charismatic and like kind of adorable little hippie dude. And he ended like, it was really <laughs> weird. He was up against Dave Holmes who is like, uh, he ended up, Dave Holmes is so not like, he's also queer, but so knowledgeable about music and the music and disc, people's discographies and songwriters that even though Dave Holmes did not, he lost to this guy, Jesse, the um, MTV want to be a VJ contest that they still hired Dave Holmes anyway to be a VJ. And Dave Holmes is now the co-host of the homophilia podcast. But this guy, Jesse was so charismatic that, and it was like, unapologetically stupid, almost like the kind of character like Paris Hilton was playing on like Simple Life that like he was, but not like rich, but like in the hippie version. And he was so like, you guys, like it's great to be here. Like, and he was just, but he was so adorable that like America just like fell in love with him. And when I saw Lonnie Frisbee get up, he wasn't as like, you know, he was more intelligent and more grounded, but like he had that thing, you know, that like it factor that people had had. And I thought it was so incredible to see him uh, be that way, be that way, and just have that kind of charisma. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, in this two and a half hour YouTube documentary about the books that Calvary Chapel produced on Lonnie Frisbee's life, they talk about how you know God set up the kindling fire or the wood around the world, and right. Lonnie was the match was that the match. lit it. Right. Well, it all started. I love that term. It all started with a, a trip to Copenhagen and it was five guys. So I really feel like this episode should be called five guys go to Copenhagen. (laughs) So it was five guys and the way it was described was a honeymoon. The founder of Vineyard Church was very close to Lonnie and he called it his honeymoon with Lonnie, this trip. And while he's telling the story, he tries to discredit the rumors that Lonnie was gay. And he does it by refuting that like being gay is not even an option so like how can he be gay when gay isn't real basically this was a church so calvary chapel was this church that was designed for hippies and people doing drugs and part of this free love movement but they just couldn't handle that lonnie frisbee was gay like that was too far for them yeah but lonnie frisbee also built Calvary Chapel, as we stated, and he made it what it is. You're going to have to tell us a little bit more about Calvary Chapel and what it was. Okay. Well, Calvary Chapel was, because of St. Lonnie Frisbee, the epicenter of charismatic evangelism in the 60s and 70s. It was designed as a counter to the button-down, uptight, dress-up-for-Sunday churches. And this was a place for people with no shoes and who hadn't taken a shower. But back to St. Lonnie. He did eventually contract HIV. 
He died from complications with AIDS in 1993. And at his funeral, Chuck Smith, the founder, the pastor of Calvary Chapel, preached that Frisbee was a spiritual son and said he was a Samson-like figure. Well, uh, he wasn't exactly like a muscle daddy. I mean, he wasn't like tied to a pillar for all of us to look at. I mean, isn't that kind of like what a Samson-type guy he was? Well, not quite. I think more it's metaphoric, you know, metaphor for like he he had his weakness, right? And his weakness was being gay. And uh, and when he gave into that weakness, it zapped him of his strength, right? And was the cause of his downfall. But it was just a nice way to say that St. Lonnie's ministry, while calling him a victim of his own struggles and temptations, um, you know, like being a gay man, so. Weeping for our elders once again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, so in their minds, he can't be in the, effective in the ministry because he's gay. Yeah, and in their minds, they they justify it like he's not gay because being gay just doesn't exist, you know, and it does. But folks called him out for it especially the fact of criticizing the man at his own funeral and actually became something of a debate that was happening at the funeral. And this is happening in 1993. The, the stigma around HIV was still so strong then. And I'm sure that they're, they were still talking about AIDS as a punishment from God or some other such bullshit, Leo. When, what, you know, when I was watching this documentary, I could tell that these people truly loved and cared for Lonnie. And these are also people that I think understand the Holy Spirit and understand the promptings of the Spirit, but fail in the sense that they limit the Spirit still and don't allow themselves to see the fullness of how God can express Himself in humanity, even through sexuality. And so, I just hope that their hearts will kind of open up eventually and, and allow themselves to let Lonnie be remembered for who he was because I empathize with so much with Lonnie because he was probably someone who was like one of us that knew who he was, but didn't have the chosen family that we know of to let him know that who he is okay, is okay and that he can operate in all of his gifts just as he is and still just be as powerful and magnetic for the Lord as he ever was. So, in a sign of true sainthood, Frisbee forgave those who tried to discredit him before he died. That's lovely. You know, if Lonnie Frisbee started the Jesus movement, could we say that he started the Yash Jesus movement? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's what, we, it's what yeah. we have here, kind of. Like, I mean, honestly, like, and um, how exciting. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's a catalyst for so much. He's, the Jesus movement is the reason why we have Christian music today. It's why it's an industry today. It's why so much of what evangelicalism is today. Uh, and I think if Lonnie and that movement would have done the homework and would have been a little bit more sensitive to the spirit, that it could be a place for LGBTQ people today. And it's getting there, and and we've had to create our own space and our own movement. But you know, um, I think it's it's something that's we're on our way there. 
Am I making sense, Danny? Are you with me? You are making sense, and it's beautiful. And we have a new Saint, Saint Lonnie Frisbee. Yes, how awesome. So for our tithe, uh, love offering, charity, act of good. Tell them about it, Azzy. It's been a little hard to recommend a good charity to support in honor of St. Lonnie Frisbee. You can go to find a website, LonnieRayFrisbee.com, which is connected to Freedom Crusade. They are publishing books about Lonnie Frisbee, but are also partnering with some pretty strong anti-LGBTQ leaders. But it is a good uh, resource if you want uh, first-hand stories about Lonnie. But just know that they're yeah. whitewashing who he was. Um, so read right. it. We cannot, because of that, we cannot yeah. in good conscience tell you to donate there. You yeah. know, instead make a donation to, I don't know, a funny, queer, sex positive, non slut shaming podcast, maybe. Yeah, man. Um, a little bit inspired by him. Think about it. I mean, we have a Patreon and we would love your support. You may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other and learning from each other and like vibing regularly, then you don't have a community. So please reach out to us, be our community make the reason we have one we just want to know who you are and we want to feel your presence uh and also song and act of praise we want you to spread the love to other queer christian music and artists and we want you to hear them here first so if you're a queer christian musician and you want us to play one of your songs send us an email to contact at yashjesuspod.com with a link to where we can find an mp3 file of the song that you want us to consider Y'all, please bow your head in prayer unless you're driving because Jesus can't actually take the wheel. Uh, Father God, we want to give thanks for queer Christian St. Lonnie Frisbee for the legacy that he has left behind for Christianity and for queer people and for all of those countercultural, free love, free spirit people yes. who still want to love God and have God in their lives, who want to live a life, a fulfilled sexual and thriving being, but still honor you. Yes. And so let us in inherit a share of his, uh, his spirit and let us use it in our podcast community. May we share Jesus with just as much joy and passion as St. Lonnie did. And we'd like to give a prayer of thanks, uh, especially uh, this episode for Canada and France, just banning conversion therapy outright. Yeah, um, That is such good news. Yes, Jesus, for banning conversion therapy. And give us that some of that mantle of Lonnie Frisbee. And we also ask that you melt Franklin Graham's cold, cold heart. <laughs> Turn <laughs> it to your love, Lord. Let him get a little bit of that Lonnie Frisbee spirit in him as well. So he can end his persecution of queer people in the U.S. and around the world. And we also pray for Jacob's job search. Let him find a job that meets his needs, yes, touches God. his great joy, and meets the needs of the world. And we pray for Tabitha, yes, for her joy at joining our community and continuing to share the love of Jesus as a beautiful homosexual. Made exact, lovingly made exactly the way Tabitha yes. is. Um, and, and we want to pray also for all of the people listening right now in our community. We want to thank them for their support and for the message that they send us. And we want to wish them all 
a happy and healthy lives. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. As he won't he do it. I feel yes. filled. Don't you feel filled? <laughs> um, thank you all for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Now, if you like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. We need it. Uh, you can find the link to do so in the show notes. And if you haven't yet, please leave us a review or share us with a friend. Doing so helps us like a frisbee fly to new people and keep this show running. The $100 a month sponsorship includes us coming to your house to dance around a bonfire naked. Also, mm. <laughs> you can leave Not an sure. audio prayer request or praise report on our website, yesjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yesjesuspod.com. Yes, send us your praise reports, prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a, hello, toss me that frisbee. We want to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and as always, my filled friend. You hippy-dippy as a rise south with man. <laughs> Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Pauly. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Isfin. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustilios, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming and frisbeeing on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, God loves you just as you are, even you, Franklin Graham. <laughs> so keep praising the Lord, y'all. See you next time.